I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Happy holidays from all of us at WFAN to you and yours. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Sports Radio Well, good late night, early morning, New York sports fans. My name is Danielle McCartan. McCartan after midnight for the third night in a row in this triple header. It's been fun. Let's make it one more night of fun, okay? I'll be talking all things New York sports with you right up till 6 a.m. on this late, what is it, Thursday night or early Friday morning here in New York City and beyond. Whatever you're doing at the moment, I appreciate you tuning into the show right now and throughout the next four hours, whether that be maybe on your car radio, your new school, 101.9 FM, or are you old school, 660 AM? Maybe you're streaming from WFAN.com or using our free Odyssey app. So welcome night owls or and or welcome early birds that are out there catching worms. And of course, we're here in the Big Apple. And Brian McCann and I are coming to you live from the Carton and Roberts studio, the Mike Francesa studio here in lower Manhattan. Go ahead, start dialing 877-337-6666. Taking your calls right here in this first segment. So go ahead and get aboard. Uh, Also, quick little programming note. Adam Hill, who is the Raiders reporter for the Las Vegas Review Journal, will be joining us live on the phone, on the hotline at 3.20 in the morning. He's a great friend of the show, and he's great at his job. So I wanted to pick his brain a little bit, uh, get the inside perspective, the inside track about Derek Carr, What's going out on out there, really? And just to see if he thinks this whole move of Derek Carr to the Jets is plausible and or worthy of exploring for them. So, in my opinion, I don't think so at all. Um, but we'll get uh, we'll get Adam's perspective on that. So that's Adam Hill, Las Vegas Review Journal. Yeah. So it's uh, two oh three and forty seven seconds here in, in the greatest city in the world, and. When I got here over an hour ago, um, I got here, I, I came up the elevator, and I got to the, the little ladder, and I climbed up to the roof, and I plugged in the little bat symbol, or the bat signal that we have up on our roof, and I mean the Cohen signal, I plugged that in, and we have now entered day eight in Carlos Correa watch, and I know we talked briefly the other day about the actual leg injury in question, uh, now by two major league ball clubs, both the Giants and the Mets, of course, and... Again, it happened originally in 2014 where the doctors had to put the the metal plate in his leg. And then in September, he was sliding into second base, and he obviously re-aggravated it. And at the time, this is new now. This is new for me anyway. uh, I saw at the time he said, this is a quote, he just hit my plate. I had surgery, and he hit it. 
just felt kind of numb, vibrating. And that was what Correa said after uh, he tried to slide into second base and he got hit. Again, I'm still not concerned, still. Um, Correa needs the Mets now more than ever that this is two out of two teams that this leg is being questioned. And the Mets, quite frankly, need Correa too. I saw Heyman, there was a, it was a, I don't know if it was him exactly, but it was one of those, uh, you know, people make like cartoons with like quotes from whoever, but somebody made like a little cartoon and it said, Heyman said that, uh, that it's just, just a Mets race now. So I don't know, I, I should have done my due diligence in checking that out and I didn't, but um, either way, I, this whole time to me, and if you've li- been listening all week, you know that I said, I didn't believe there were, there were any th- other teams involved. I knew it was just going to be the Mets anyway. And you know how I remember uh, when uh, when Steve Cohen called him the missing piece? It'll get done. Be patient. Again, I'm sure they're just fine-tooth combing through all of the details. It's going to happen. And as I said all week long, Steve Cohen has no regard to regular timing. So I've been saying it all week. Hopefully, maybe tonight's the night we get some breaking news here uh, in the next four hours that uh, we are together. Wouldn't that be fun. I think even more fun than the Kodai Senga news we did together, right? But this is a time of year for reflection. Today's what? The 30th of December. Time of year for reflection, for introspection, and uh, for ways to improve in the new year. So I thought tonight I wanted to open with a New Year's resolution for a few of our professional teams around here. And it's easy to say, win a championship. Yeah, that's a goal. That's not really like a resolution. That's a goal. I mean, the last ticker tape parade I went to was in, what, 2012? Like, so I get it. There hasn't been a ton of winning around here. So in 2023, I want to send out some positivity, some good vibes, some winning vibes, and some New Year's resolutions for our New York football and baseball team. So we are the New York Giants radio network. So I'll start with them. And we're in season, right? So... I'll start with them. You know, I began this year, 2022, in this very chair. January 1st, 2022, I had the very first shift of the year here. Early, early morning. Um, and I actually looked back at my notes from that day. And my resolution for the Giants in, in 2022, 12 months ago, was to find and establish its identity in three places, in the front office, in the coaching staff, and on the field. Fast forward 12 months, here I am sitting here in the same chair, almost exactly a year later, and I believe that the Giants have completed all three of those things. The Joe Shane-Brian Dayball tandem will be here in New York for a long time. Wink Martindale, he's been fantastic working with what he's got. The Giants established early on this season that they were a ground-and-pound team. So moving forward into 2023, my resolution for the New York Giants is for them to continue to, you know, trust the process. And I know that's that you don't want to hear that. That's a, that's a cliche. I get it. But, you know, more importantly, the Giants have got their quarterback. They just need to bring him back into the fold at the end of this season. Trust the process. You try to improve the cap hell that Dave Gettleman left you in. You draft a wide receiver in the first round of the 2023 NFL draft. You pick an offensive lineman in the second, and you pick up some pieces for the back end of the defensive unit. Continue to trust the process. I know it's at times frustrating, 
but it's going to pay off because for the first time in a long time, the New York Giants have the correct people in charge and the correct people steering that ship. We're also the radio home of the New York Yankees. So my New Year's resolution for the New York Yankees is for them to not to throw out the laptop computers and the C++ programming all together. Because I do believe in analytics in baseball to a degree. A lot of times, they are helpful. But in two areas, I would love to see the Yankees make a resolution to not allow the computers to dictate the entire playbook. A, in roster construction, and B, in game decisions. So in roster construction... You know, the bats fail the Yankees every single season against the Astros in the postseason. I mean, it's like the same old simulation with the same outcome being played again and again and again and again. I think the one that had an epic rant, I, I call it rinse, repeat, right? The Yankees need more guys that can hit for average. They need more guys that can get on base. They need more guys that can be feisty once they're on the bases. Losing Benny Tenney for good was a problem. And, of course, DJ LeMahieu, losing him for injury was also a problem. And who knows what he's going to be when, when spring training opens up. Is he going to need surgery? No one seems to really know. And the Yankees, once and for all, need to resolve to be not so reliant upon three outcome hitters. For the love of God, home run, walk, strikeout, enough already. It clearly doesn't win you a World Series. And as far as in-game decisions... Aaron Boone is a baseball guy from a baseball family. So start managing from the gut and from the brain. Like, why is the league's home run champion batting leadoff? Why did he not blow out or absolutely annihilate the rest of the league in RBI last season with the number of home runs that he hit? I mean, how many more runs and and maybe how many more wins could the Yankees have had If Aaron Judge hitting a role in a slot more prominent for a power hitter, how many more less stressful innings would Yankees pitchers have to uh, pitch? You know, uh, it's just the 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 impact of that is is you can't measure it, right? And the other thing is, you know, resolve to throw the computers out the window a little bit. How about letting your your starting pitcher go deeper into games? Why are you paying them tens of million dollars per year? to promptly remove them in the fifth inning as the predetermined script dictates. Like, how could you not let Garrett Cole work out of that jam that po- in the postseason? That's exactly why you pay him the big bucks. I mean, you trust the players, not the computers. Sounds great for a t-shirt, doesn't it? How about the New York Mets? My New Year's resolution for the New York Mets in 2023 is to spend their money wisely. Just because you have it, doesn't mean you need to continually keep breaking the bank to spend it. We talked just 24 hours ago about how Steve Cohen spending his money to improve this team is a great thing for the sport of baseball. About how these small market teams that are complaining are bringing the misery onto themselves by not reinvesting their revenue streams into their own teams. That's their problem. But just because the Mets have the money, it doesn't mean they should be reckless with it. You know, you have to also understand that players who may not want to play in New York for whatever reason might call up the Mets to to create some leverage to drive up the price for the team that they actually want to play for. Like, for example, in in a sense, I feel that the Mets are practicing this prudently 
I mean, they stayed true to their ethics on Jacob DeGrom. He was offered a contract in Texas that no team in their right mind, including the Mets, should have even offered him. So good for the Mets for standing down on that, whether DeGrom wanted to come back here or not. But then there's the exorbitant spend on Justin Verlander. $43.3 million a year over the next two years? That's a lot of money for a pitcher with a lot of mileage on his arm, if you ask me. Finally, the New York Jets. My resolution for the Jets in 2023 is to find peace, to find harmony, and to finally find some resolution, some answers at the quarterback position once and for all. I mean, the rest of the team is ready to end the longest playoff drought in the NFL by far. It's been 11 seasons. Like like in Titanic, the old lady, she says, oh, it's been 84 years. It's been 11 seasons since the Jets have made the playoffs. The next closest, the Denver Broncos, six seasons ago. But the Jets, they're not going to make the playoffs without a quarterback that can get them there. Maybe it's Mike White. Maybe ultimately it becomes Zach Wilson. When it's all said and done this year, it could even be Joe Flacco. But maybe is not going to cut it long term. And Robert Tala should not have to stand at the podium week in and week out and announce who the starting quarterback of the Jets is for that particular week. I mean, when you have two quarterbacks, you have none. And the Jets right now have like three, maybe four, technically. So as we think back on our own, you know, personal experiences and those are our favorite sports teams over the past year in 2022, um, you know, we must unfortunately also acknowledge the passing of a global sports legend, Pele. Soccer's greatest ambassador in the world. He passed away uh, after a courageous battle with colon cancer, as you know. And he won uh, three World Cups with Brazil, the Brazilian national team, the most ever for a single men's soccer player. And yet, for a short time, he called our little old giant stadium home between 1975 and 1977. Obviously, I wasn't around then, but I, I saw on October 1st, 1977, that was the great Pele's last game as a professional soccer player. Right here, right, right over there in New Jersey. And it was televised globally. The New York Cosmos against Santos. And how cool. I, I couldn't believe it when I read this. Pele actually played one half for each team. For the only two clubs he ever represented. That, I thought, was awesome. That's cool. That's a cool move. And... I, I never saw Pele play. I, I was born in 1988, long after his career ended. But, you know, this is a sports community. And if you want to take a trip down memory lane to, to reminisce about watching Pele in those years at the Meadowlands, and you know what? Pick up the phone. Give me a call. I think those stories are going to be cool for all of us to hear. And, you know, when the world knows you by one name, the whole world, they know you by one name. You know you made it. And his daughter, Kelly Nascimento, posted on Instagram. This is a quote. Everything we are is thanks to you. We love you infinitely. Rest in peace. Pele was 82 years of age. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.